Guys, if you want to see me drop the hammer of the fucking gods on your unsuspecting ass, just come. I'm going to be in Michigan May 27th. 28, 26, 27, 28th. Uh, we go up a little bit. Sorry about that. Uh, go up a little more. I want to find where the first one. Holland. I believe I'm in Holland, Michigan. Yeah, Holland, Michigan on the 26th. And then Grand Rapids on the 27th. Then the following week, I'm going to Ohio. I'm going to be in Columbus on the 2nd. Cleveland on the 3rd. And then Dayton returning to the scene of the crime on the 4th. Come get weird, bro. Yeah got my special taping that sam sam's technically kind of producing this yeah i am sam triboli brea improv may 19th sean you'll be down there um and then i got west palm beach florida improv may 27 28 29 i'll see you there people ask is everything a conspiracy the answer is yes who and what is controlling everything and why they, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken, snake gods, and Anunnaki, and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Chief Waters. We have a lot to talk about. We got so much. To talk. I, mean, I mean, I always have something to talk about. And just know, if I wasn't here, I would be talking about it to myself in no, my I, head. And I love you for that. <laughs> I can't turn my skull off. You pull up on in your car and you're fucking on the phone. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> Um, it was great. And uh, I wake up, phone is on fire. I want to buy that, that Bitcoin that you bought. What one? I don't know. The Shibu, one you said. Shibu, right? Shibu, it dude. You get some, it went down. Don't sit in the pocket, dude. What do you mean? S sit in the pocket. It went down a little bit. It went, Just sit in the you pocket, know, You know dude. why it went down? Yeah, because it made so much profits. There's a bunch of people wanting to make money off it. And we get this Elon Musk bullshit like this guy. Bitcoin went down. Yeah, because Elon Musk is like, oh, we're not going to do it because of the environment. Okay, let me get this right. Dude with an electric car. Bitcoin's using too much electric to make it. The guy who's selling us electric cars. Well, not only that, when you, when you make those nickel engines, at least it used to be. So the reason that a Prius actually had a bigger carbon footprint than a Hummer for a while was because the nickel for the engine was made in China. To get that nickel over, you have to use huge boats that use bunker fuel which have a really high sulfur of course so, dude. so i think what one when they're idling i think for three days idling in in the port it's the equivalent of twelve thousand cars it's something crazy so bunker fuel is crazy so you know at the end of the day if you look at like i was driving a prius thinking i had a really clean footprint but no in fact it it made a huge carbon footprint so leaving a carbon footprint is really hard not to do it just so is. so oh, okay yeah closer i'm with you yeah are you okay what yeah, just, just happened there at a moment to, no i had to bring my my mic up man. okay I had to bring yeah my mic i mean up. it's just it's just all around stupid it's like bill gates wants to not a block out the sun but we have solar panel. I mean, it's just, it makes no sense. The, the whole thing makes no sense. Here's the truth, man. I, I, I am, I like Elon Musk. I, I think he's a theater character and 
I think the truth is he's trying to cover up that Tesla isn't doing well. I think, it, they, are, I think they are doing well. No, they're not. The, the stock is valued higher than what they're actually producing. But, but everybody's, everybody's buying them. You see them everywhere. I mean, it's a good car. I, I drive one, I have to say, that the, the road and track and the reviews were so fucking good. I, I've never had a problem. I've never had problem one with that thing. I've had them for six years almost now, Teslas. They are really good cars. Like, I, I, I've never had a problem. I'm not saying that, but the yeah. problem is, like, there's other cars coming out, other cheap, and now China's getting in the game. Yeah. So, he like, he tried to sell it to Apple. They went, They didn't want it. Well, I, I, Elon seems to be a risk taker and, and a visionary in that he's just the kind of guy who's like, everybody's saying it's not going to work. It is. Now, it, it's important also to remember that Tesla became Tesla because of very low interest loans from the government. So he did get a lot of low interest loans and there was a lot of government support for this. And it costs a lot more money to make than he charges. But he got government, you know, tax subsidies. Credits. Yeah. So that's important, too. Yeah. Right. And but but it's true that uh, at one point they thought the company was going to go bust and that people weren't going to buy it. But uh, like I'm getting the three next and it's actually really affordable. The SI pay, which well, too fucking expensive. It's just too expensive. But the three, which is actually a better car and goes longer. Yeah. And, and it, it is, is a really have you ever driven one? I'm going to let you no. drive mine. I'm, I'm going to let you drive. I can't, can't focus what you're saying. I just looking at. Anthony's luxurious hair. I know. Look how luxurious <laughs> I, that thing it's is. It's true, dude. That is a straight up. It looks like great. Fucking hair model. It's what Samson. It's commercial. Samson's hair. I, I, it's luxurious. Well, it's Samson's hair, and I want to live in it, and what I want to run Samson's my fingers hair? through it. Samson, Samson and Delilah. Old, yeah, it's the it's old Mediterranean. Fable. You don't know Samson and Delilah? Oh my God. No. Okay, so Samson. <laughs> it's a biblical story. When she cuts his hair, he loses his strength. Oh okay. Yeah. Did you, do you not know that? I and really they take don't. out his eyes. And he's and he pushes the pillars because his hair grows back, or I think God gives him his grace. But his strength came from his hair. Never and, read the and, Bible. And Delilah was she she wanted to kind of like it's kind of a male. It's a story thing. about a dream killer. <laughs> yeah, and she cuts it's his basically hair when he's, when he's sleeping. Do she cuts his hair. Balls. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> you don't know that it's a biblical story. But anyway, but um, but you know what's so funny? It's like <clears throat> it's like, so there's this whole notion that kids don't uh, aren't smart not not that we're saying that about anthony but you know it's like <laughs> i remember they did a thing they're like these kindergartners don't know who michael jordan is they're like why should they know yes. who michael jordan yeah, is that's true like that's it's true. like they're yeah. five he hasn't played their 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 parents were young when he was playing my daughter knows more about greek mythology and what's funny is if you learn a lot about greek mythology you'll be amazed at how much greek mythology has permeated our stories from marvel to you know all the comic books greek mythology has such a strong and even in our morality even in aesop's fables the mor the moral of the story is you know and and uh, so the greeks had a pronounced effect on on sort of our everyday mythology the way we talk uh the kinds of stories we tell it's kind of amazing but my daughter is my daughter quizzes me on Greek mythology and embarrasses me at 13. <laughs> embarrasses me. You know what she did? I want to see her last yesterday. I was like, hey, I want to take you and run some like lacrosse drills or just hang out. And she goes, I'm reading my book and I'm going to read it all night long. I'm not, I'm way into this book. It's my new book. You know what she wanted for fucking, you know what she wanted for her birthday? Her 13th birthday? The Odyssey and the Iliad by Homer. And I was like, that's what 
uh, that's what college kids and high school kids have to read. Yeah, you and have it's a like, smart one. Oh, dude, she's she's a n- turbo nerd, but also <laughs> like uh, really into sports and super pretty. So it's like what so she's the- a five tool player. It's she's a f- straight up five tool player. I don't know what to make of it, but I'll tell you this: I have never had to ever say to her, "Do your homework." do this i even said that when she was 12 we were skiing and we had a fight and i go you know what i'm actually no longer going to ground you scold you or tell you what to do i think you know exactly how to behave and if you're not behaving respectfully or appropriately that's on you and i'm no longer going to take the time to tell somebody like you who seems to know everything <laughs> and actually uh, uh, how to behave or what to do because you don't need me. She could be advanced. She could be like Kobe of intelligence. It's unfucking believable. Going straight to the big league. It's, well, the problem is also when you have somebody like that who reads a lot, when I have an argument, she gets a little woke for me. She gets a little woke and corrects me. So I'll say something like, well, you know, that's a hobo. She goes, well, that's a homeless person and it's pretty disrespectful to call him a hobo. I go, well, he is a hobo. And I'm calling him a hobo and don't tell me how to talk in my house and also don't be a language Nazi. And she goes, oh, okay, really? So I guess then if I were to say, and then she'll use three other examples of things. And she goes, I go, so what if I use, she goes, what if I use the N word or the F word? How would you feel about that? And I go, I don't like those words. And then she gets me caught up in a fucking circle. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> what the fuck is my 12 year old getting me caught up in a circle for? <laughs> I freaked the fuck out. And then, I, then I, this is how I win the argument. I'm not. To- just stop talking. It's my house. Nah, I'm not talking about this. I love that. And I that's cannot not the way to win. wait to use that argument on my kids. But then it doesn't I am work. Waiting for that moment to just drop. I'm they- dad. Huh? Yeah. When when you start putting a roof over that, start that's putting what food I do. on the table. <laughs> you can start talking. But the problem is, and then she goes like this. She goes, Ah, okay. You don't have the strength in your own ideas. Cool. So your ideas are not strong enough. So you have to use you have to use tyranny. Gotcha. And walks away. Oh and I'm like, my I'm like, god! She's fucking right. She needs to become a lawyer, dude. dude. I said that to her. Well, I I fucking when I we I left the bag. I left a bag that she had packed carefully. We went to the beach, and I had to walk all the way. I was gonna I was gonna have to walk all the way back to the car, which was a you know let's say an eighth of a mile. It's Ugh. just too far for me right now. Yeah, I don't want to. She goes, we forgot the bag. We have to turn around right now. And I go, nope, we're not gonna get the bag. Forgot the bag. It's fine. We're just going to hang out on the beach. She goes, Dad, we're getting the bag. I go, no, no, we're not. And she, she, she gets in my way and stops me. And she goes, we're not taking another step until we turn around and get the bag. And I go, <laughs> I go, you don't dictate. She's 10 at this time. Yeah. You don't dictate how I live my life or the beach situation. You forgot the bag. We don't need the bag. She goes, we need the bag. I took a half hour out of my life oh, to pack, man. she's 10 years old, to pack this bag and she goes through the litany of what's in there and why we need it for everyone. It was such an argument I and she still wouldn't fucking let me go. <laughs> I, I fucking turned around and got the bag. So she's such a lawyer, dude. She stands her ground. There's no fear. Nuts. So my father, I've always under, 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 tried to understand the tinkering of my father because I love him very much. He is hardwired to want to scorch the earth oh yeah he'll write letters to people he'll he'll i mean dude the slightest disrespect nuts and like i saw myself becoming that yeah so uh, and then like through recovery i'm like oh 
I'm becoming my dad mm. and I love my father. I got my work ethic from my father. I got my sense of humor from my father. So I, I don't hate the man, but I also inherited some stuff that will- Li Liabilities. Li yeah. So- Are you gonna use that? Do you think you'll be able to keep your father's things in check when I when I destroy you with our no? Our but I want let day? me finish this okay. point because it we're, goes we're getting to into a conspiracy your everybody. about your yeah. daughter. And I want how the fans to know that we're gonna we're just bullshitting right now, but we will be getting into a conspiracy. I want to bring up. Keep so my father was telling me the story about a trip that he took as a young, a very young young man, probably around the age of your daughter at ten, and he went with his father to see his grandmother. And at some point, like kids do, he got bored and he goes, Dad, can we go home now? His grandmother just smacked <laughs> the fuck out of him, he said, oh, and shit. goes, don't talk to your father like that. He'll go when he wants to. And I go, oh, that's why parents could run shit back in the day, because the threat of violence is there. It was there. Not it that we there. want that anymore, because I couldn't imagine hitting my children. I could not imagine. Yeah, I, mean, I have yeah. a joke about it. My dad never hit us, but when he, my brother acted up, he'd give me, he'd tell me to go beat the shit out of my brother, and I would just beat the shit out of my brother. We called it. We he literally called that it, shit. He used to call it the the wink and the nod. I talk about it in my act. He would give me the wink and the nod. Go do it, and I go, wham! And I just beat the shit out of my brother. Right? That's uh, fucking head gangster shit. You know so. He's fighting proxy wars in this yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> My father's fighting proxy wars. He's the war. proxy war guy. That's but, incredible. But the the and and <sighs> we would never hit our kids there. I'm not saying we should, but kids now know that. Oh dude, when you play football now, so in Pop Warner and stuff like that, my friends tell me, or even just in high school, your coaches, your your big fat coaches would be screaming in your face, kicking your hand out, too much wet in your front foot, and all that stuff just hitting you. I mean, you can't do that anymore. And I think that in a way, somebody, who is it, said, um, this is a really interesting point. They said, oh, it was Adam Carolla yesterday. He goes, you, you know, you can let your kids not play football to protect them, but you also risk your son being a giant pussy for the rest of his life. So what do you want, a little CTE or, or risking your son being a giant that's pussy? That's a great never, point, it dude. Is. It's like, for me, I don't want my son to be a giant pussy. I want, that's why I make him do sports. He's not a big sports guy, but but he's got to learn how to negotiate and, and understand that there are kids he's better than and kids that are better than him. It gives you respect. It teaches you where you are in the pecking order. You should do. You should come into contact with objective reality. With with you know what I mean? Like oh with, yeah, for sure. That, that's the thing about it. There's that. There's something about sports that I love and fighting and every even dance or whatever. That's that's truthful. It's truthful. When somebody dances, you can go. Tell me oh, the truth of dance, please. Bring up bring up lay twins on Instagram. Uh, before we start. Uh, I want to tell you that I am going to be in, look at that guy. I'm going to be in Minneapolis uh, this at the end of the month. House of Comedy. Myself and my good friend Yoshi are going to be there. And I'm bringing out my buddy Johnny Betancourt. And he's going to oh, be shooting great. and everything. Wow. So I'm bringing him out. And then June 11th, okay, and 12th, I am in Houston with uh, the Tim Hap comedy tour is back. Myself, Eddie Bravo, Reed Becker, and Xavier Guerrero. At the first show, stand up. The second show is something we call Swarm Tank, and it's going to be where you pitch us your conspiracy ideas. I like it. I like it. 
Oh, Swarm Tank. Yeah. I love that Swarm Tank, dude. A a guy who lives, I forget what his name is, my apologies, brother, but a guy on Instagram told me it Um, is. And by the way, have you mentioned our big announcement on your Instagram yet? Not yet. That's why I wanted to play it. I got to do that. What, What is the big announcement? Can you give it to us? The big announcement is that Conspiracy Social Club is now available for free, earlier episodes, audibly. So you anywhere you listen to the podcast, you can listen to the early episodes, the genesis of this verbal war. I've been raging on this power bottom lizard. And we're gonna and the power bottom lizard is gonna gonna take this to another level after I tell you that I'll be in Tampa, Florida, May 21st, 22nd. Get your tickets at the improv, Toledo, Ohio, Funny Bone, May 28, 29, 30, San Antonio, Texas, LOL, June 3rd, 4th, 5th. Get your tickets. Are we talking about Albany? Do I have to bring up Albany, June 18 and 19? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> funny Bone in Albany. Holy shit. Forgot about that. Dude, and helium. Look at this. Helium, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm there June 25th, 26th, 27th. Don't, can't stop, won't stop. And then guess where I'm going? Fucking Europe, I think to play though just to drink wine also someone sent in a request that we talk that you school brian on the mandela effect i don't oh, know yeah. if you guys want to get into that conspiracy oh yeah said, let's get into the mandela. Said, he can explain it yeah you i i roughly know what it is yeah and it's kind of interesting but i want to talk about fauci and the wuhan lab and and funding oh okay. no That's all brian it's all the rage oh okay. brian so we'll talk about that and i'll destroy you in that what was the dancing you told me to look up the the, the oh, dancing the late, power about late, late twins late twins but I want to do this L-E-S twins on Instagram. Yeah, you can just watch. Them. Not those girls. Is it the girls? Oh, these no, guys? These motherfuckers can d- 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 dance like you don't even know. Look at this. Ten times that Lay Twins looked unmatched. Just fast forward these And what is this on? Watch these guys. Watch these YouTube. guys. The world they, of dance. They, they're so ridiculous. <clears throat> watch this. They're French. And they come from a long line of... Oh, is that the end of it? Hold on. Now they'll they, they, they'll they'll kill you. They, they'll win every. Let's dance watch contest. it. I mean, can I see it? Because yeah, they'll like... watch every dance contest. They're such athletes. Whoa! Oh, no, dude, it's no, it's nothing. No, this isn't even what I want. I don't even know. This is some of the stuff is so crazy. I'm gonna find what I really want to show you. Yeah. So it's basically uh, two guys. Who look like light-skinned dreads from France, and they're crushing it. They look like Millie Vanilli, modern day, and they're on fire. And they did some slow-mo shit that's pretty cool. Oh man! No, this, you this think is... they tagged a couple girls together? For sure. sure. You oh, could you do that with your brother? Yeah, but there's better stuff. Could you do that with your brother? Could you tag team a chick with your brother? I don't know. I think it's been done. Keep going though. Let me let, let me see more. I want to find you the one that I want. We'll we're, we'll get to it. Oh my God! In sync's back. Nah, I, is... Dude, did you ever go to an insane concert? Dude, okay. 
That was the first concert I ever went to when I was like really? ten, when I was like ten. Yeah, dude. Was it cool? My mom and my grandma drug me to it, and I didn't want to go. And then after I went, I was a fan. But this is Backstreet Boys. But oh, so oh, this is Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. My apology. Yeah. Did I uh, did I insult we don't you? Need this. You did. Yeah. Don't play any of this. I want to just find you this thing. That's kind of fucking right. mind blowing. So so how was it? Were you at ten? You were into girls, like you were just popping into girls, right? For sure. Well, Christina Aguilera opened up the show. But it I just was... must have been snatch everywhere. Oh, yeah. And you must have been like, did I die and go to heaven? Yeah. Just rocking. Dude, you must have been so excited between watching what was going on and just seeing all the girls going crazy. Yeah. 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 It was insane. It was fun. Good I time. mean, dude, the amount of ass those guys must have gotten. Here's something crazy. You want to hear something crazy, dude? The, the guys who, like, rode for Taylor Swift get tons of ass. Yeah. Because the moms bring their kids, uh -huh. and they want to give their kids shit. Like, like backstage, like, so, some kind of stuff from the tour. So they bang the, the roadies, and the roadies give them stuff. What do you mean? Well, okay. Like, you don't know what I'm talking about, bro? No. Bro, you don't know what I'm talking about? Roadies. You know what roadies are? Yeah. Okay. Banging the roadies. Do you know what banging a roadie is? Yeah. Who's banging the roadies? The, the moms. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. The moms bring their chicks. Right, right, right. Bring their little their kids, whether they're boys or girls. Right. And then they just try to get some action going. Right. You know, because they want to give their... Single moms will do it. They're, they're like, what do I got to do to make my kid think I love them? Bam. <laughs> Get some signed jerseys. Yeah, that's true. They'll do. Single moms do whatever. Single takes. moms are the best. Single moms need their. Fuck you for not raising your kids, me. dude. Anyways, is it really that important, Brian? Yeah, I'm. I'm we'll edit this. Stuff I mean, out. this is not a dance podcast. It, it's always a dance podcast. You're dude. offending that's the one thing me. I want you to understand. Fucking Anthony. It's always fucking a dance luxurious podcast. hair. It's just there's this. It's so good, dude. It's like it looks like it could either be hairspray with a. Just a pinch of Jerry Curl. It's just, just my. Pinch. It's honestly just my. You're 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 stunning, Brian. I are we really gonna get into Wuhan again? Are we well, gonna I do that? Wanna, I wanna. I, I wanna. Mean, you're so I wanna bring ridiculous. some sense. I wanna bring some sense into the. You equation. just can't come to grips. About dancing though, it's yeah. probably just an insecurity of mine because I could never do that. Nor do I dance because I feel like an idiot. Really? But Let when me I see some moves. No, definitely. But when I see that type of stuff, dude, I just feel weird. Like it just yeah. look it looks weird. Like what do it you looks mean? What do you mean? To put it bluntly, it looks dumb. And it's really? 100% just my insecurity. No, I, I get it. I because get I could it. never do that. So you play or hate because sometimes, you can't do it. Sometimes Sorry. things I get it, dude. Let me ask this a good question for everybody here. Some cuz sometimes there are things that are so unbelievable they're overwhelming. Like they kind of like you have to protect yourself from them. Like there's something about things where you go, I don't know how to feel about this. It's fucking me up. Yeah, but it's okay. Let me give you an example. Like, what's the point of like moving your body like that? I, I get it. I remember like, when Crystal Leo was blowing up. I will lie to you. There wasn't a part of me that's jealous that was jealous of that moment because he there was, was so good looking. Was there was. There was. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I, like I, I become very aware of this. Like. I have, I have wiring that makes me want to do like Mexican standoffs with everybody, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. You think you're the best? Let's see who's got the fastest draw. So I, I, I have to tell myself, I'm either going to be incredibly jealous and resentful, 
or I can appreciate these people and love them. Hmm. And like that comes through spiritual growth, a lot of working on it. It's, you know, and like, I just would like do people will never understand the power of Chris D'Elia at the comedy store in the early day. It was the most amazing shit to ever watch. And I knew people were getting jealous of him. Yeah. And there was a time where I was a tiny bit, mm-hmm. but then I just appreciated it. And it's like, I can get why people could be jealous of dudes who are great dancers because they want to be like, Oh, it's so stupid. It's so queenie. But in reality, you know, like, dude, they're probably banging every chick they meet. 100%. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, of for course. Sure. Especially when you can dance. I'm so pissed. I can't find this because it's important. It's really right? not that important. What's important is you taking L's. We're gonna take else, and we're gonna. I want you to edit out. That, I want you to edit out this stuff. Just hold Can on. We give, me, give, me, give me five seconds. The power of dance. Give me five seconds, because now I'm obsessed. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable, Brian. Unbelievable. What? What is that? You're, you're in the middle of this power podcast that people are thinking about. We're taking just a kick. You're just this. going through your phone. I'm gonna pee, and I'm gonna come. Oh, right now back. he's gonna pee. Let's take a little break. Let me just go pee out of my dick. Oh, uh, that is probably. <laughs> The number one obstacle to this podcast is getting through it without one of these old guys pissing. I usually have to pee too. I just hold it. You should go pee too. That's all right. <sighs> yeah, but something about dance, dude. I don't know. Just it's always. Dude, I used to break dance. I was a professional break dancer. Shut the fuck up. I was part of a group called the HDI Breakers, and we were sponsored by the Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story we're sponsored by I the holiday inn to, i have to leave this in you know that, and right? and uh they got us da- just breakdancing clothes yeah. and we would go around and we did festivals i was in the maple leaf festival please tell me there's footage of it there's a picture no foot dude back then you want footage you had to fucking lug a fucking giant camera around was this the 80s yeah 90s no dude this 80s. might be was I in Was I in high school yet? So I mean, I, I born in seventy two, went to co- high school in seventy seven. Was held back seventy eight. So yeah, it was early eighties, dude. Wow. So when I watch breakdance, I'm like, I started that shit. We had Jesus. like one black family in the entire city, and they won. And they didn't break dance. I don't remember oh. them break dancing. Oh okay. Then what's the point of bringing them up? Well, because like you know, it's like that was a very urban inner city thing, and we had none uh, of that, and we were ghetto country. I was break dancing with a fucking mullet, dude. Where were you from? Upstate New York, dog. Oh, okay. Six oh seven for life, and I was my street name was Wacky Fruit Bubblegum, because I didn't even know what a street name was meant to be. I just liked uh, the gum at the time, so I named myself Wacky Fruit Bubblegum. <laughs> I and I could do nothing in. but top rock. What does that mean? Like a lot of this stuff, you know, just so like, you weren't on the floor of spinning. I could barely windmill, if that at all. I was so bad at it. I was so bad at Wait, it. Wait, were you the Joey Fatone of? of I your... pretty much was. I was the worst on my team. Okay, okay. by far. For sure. But I bought. I brought that flair. That's amazing. Did you know this, Brian? What? Sam was in a. You what a breakdancing troupe? A, a, a professional breakdancing group. You were, and he was yeah. sponsored by the fucking Holiday Inn. Yeah, we were called no. the HDI Breakers. Ah-ha! Dude, Shab goes, "Ugh, is this good?" Shab goes, "Ugh, is this good?" I don't. 
know anymore. I'm so confused how it works these days. 475 pounds for four for three sets, then 315 for eight minutes straight. That's what he does. Look at how much weight that is. Watch how easy it is for him. Did you give up looking for the dance videos? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, here's the we thing. Saw it. We saw enough. This podcast should be called Brian Callen Appreciates Men's Bodies, but it's not gay. Can we call it that? That's what Can we call podcast. the whole thing? Brian Callen appreciates men bodies. There's no one. Not gay. There's no one who appreciates it more. Is yeah, you just. I mean, like when you, yeah. especially when you look at black guys, oh, yeah. you get a little lost. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, you I'm, get a little lost. They're just. But I love you for they're beautiful athletes. Like they're beautiful athletes. I mean, man. you know, how do you not? I don't know who's worse to watch sports with, women or Brian Callen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I'm like, look at his body. Look yeah. at his body. Look at that ass on that guy. <laughs> I look at the ass and legs. First. A dude, a dude has to be so ripped for me to say something. I remember the first time that I watched Yoel Romero fight. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings with a bunch of my like friends, and I was like, Jesus, look at that dude's like, look at the way his shoulders are, and look Do at you the way think his, he's, he's, a, he's a freak. He he's a freak. Down. Can you get there without help? <clears throat> yes, with a guy like Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero, I, I I've gone back in down the rap Yoel Romero that rabbit hole. He looked that way when he was 18, 19. I mean, he was an Olympic wrestler. He was a world-class wrestler. There are dudes in the NFL, like like Metcalf, who's uh, the Seahawks wide receiver. Well, how much you've jerked off to that guy? Well, I mean, you know, th there are guys who are just genetically freaky. Of course. They're just, everything is together. It's like my buddy trains this Cuban guy. He's a baseball player. He had never really lifted weights. He's just... If you look at him, he's big, probably, I don't know how, how tall he is, 6'3", but just long and strong. Well, I watched a video of him. Dead, he's not like shredded. He was deadlifting 770 pounds. And, and he's never really lifted. He goes, dude, I've never seen anything like this guy came from Cuba. He's just been playing baseball. He's just, if you see his head, his body... Everything is just bigger. He looks like a juggernaut. The, yes, the motherfucker, <laughs> but also fast as shit and athletic as shit. And he's just he's just fucking deadlifting 770. And you go, well, of course you're a major prospect for the major leagues. Of course you can throw 100 miles an hour with no problem all the time. It's just different shit, dude. I always wanted to throw a ball 100 miles 100 an hour. 100 miles an hour, because now, now with mechanics... In baseball, it used to be like three people threw 100 miles an hour, and, and, and they, the Sports Illustrated back, this guy throws 100 miles an hour sometime. Now it's the norm because these motherfuckers are, it's mechanics. It's the way baseball's come, the way they train, how big they are. It's just different. Well, I mean, if you take a look at like in like the NBA, when they go back to like, look at this amazing dunk, and then they compare it to what they, these guys are doing now, these guys are doing Broadway shows when they dunk. <laughs> This guy's doing Les Miserables as he fucking tries <laughs> Les Miserables. To... <laughs> say it right. Les Fuck Miserables. Fuck you, I said how I want to say it because I'm an American. You know what it means? You know and what... I'll read it how I want to read it, which is illiterate. <laughs> Do you know what Les Miserables was? I'm miserable as fuck? It's, uh, it's called The Miserables, and it was, it was uh, Victor Hugo's sort of uh, homage to how, how the average Frenchman peasant lived and how miserable it was to have no food. Let me ask you something. Could I, is there a band called the Miserables? 
There should be, and it's a great fucking idea. Les Miserables. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Les Miserables. So, Brian, begin your yeah. quest so for now you have stupid. To listen. Now you have to listen, though. Okay. You can't be like, yeah, and all that. And you have, to, you have to give at least this the benefit of the doubt. There's a lot of talk right now with Rand Paul and the Republicans about how the Fauci and the NIH funded... Um, the kind of research at the Wuhan lab that's very dangerous. I can't remember the name of the research, but what they do a lot of times to study viruses that are um, dangerous is they will actually take a virus. I'm not a virologist, but this has been a long-term practice. They take a virus and they enhance it. They make it more dangerous. They make it more. So they'll take, they'll take, um, they'll take a SARS virus and, put proteins in its backbone and shit that make it way more contagious and way more virulent. And they were doing that with the, so remember SARS, which they actually think came from bats and jumped onto a ferret or jumped onto a bird because it turned into bird flu. It actually started, they think, with bats. So what happened was it hit a 15% mortality rate. COVID only had a 1% mortality rate. And what, what Rand Paul was saying is, you fucking guys were funding research under Dr. Xi um, at, at the Wuhan lab. You were using NIH and NIAID money to fund this research. And it's very dangerous because you guys have been saying that there's no way it was made in a lab and escaped. It came from bats. Well, it turns out that the Wuhan lab was doing these these experiments on respiratory viruses. Hold on, and you and this is what you were saying. Hold on, though, they were doing these respiratory viruses. So what happened was NIH and Fauci very unequivocally said the NIH and the NIAID have never funded that kind of research in China. The research we do is eleven labs in the United States, North Carolina, and places like that, and that is something that you want done according to all virologists and scientists, because the way you understand viruses to fight them is you have to enhance them, then you do all that. Now, mm -hmm. still very mm -hmm. dangerous. Okay. Now, real quick, Rand Paul said, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Rand Paul said, wait a minute. You have this research being funded in China, and it's a collaboration. I don't trust the Chinese, he said. And so now you're telling me that, that you didn't give money. Well, what happened was the NIH-funded ECO, um, uh, I think it's called Eco Labs, yeah, or yeah, yeah, and they are what. So the, what the NIH does is they give grants to independent researchers. The problem was those researchers said, "Wait, the Wuhan lab does a lot of work with respiratory viruses that come from bats. Here's six hundred thousand dollars to research these ideas." Well, the, that money actually came from NIH. When, when the when COVID hit, they they got a letter from the NIH saying stop giving money to the Wuhan lab Aww. in the middle of it. Right. That's so, so it cute. all sounds very suspicious. Okay. Here's my position. Yeah. Uh, that position is uh, uh, ass up, face down. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hold on. I I first of all. The good thing about um, Skype and, and Zoom is that scientists all over the world are sharing their ideas. So we want, we want, like, uh, we want the, the competition of ideas. We want that. However, there are a lot of protocols that go into that. 
And if you're dealing with China, it's very reasonable to say, I don't trust that lab and I don't trust the Chinese. I don't know what the fuck's gonna go on. And it's very reasonable to suggest that this may have started with bats, but a super virus that was manipulated got out of the lab because that's exactly what the Wuhan lab was doing. And Dr. Xi, who's the head scientist said, I didn't sleep last night worrying that one of my viruses escaped. We know that. So it's very reasonable to say this didn't come from a bat naturally. This came from a fucking lab in China. Now, now the NIH said, hold on, Dr. Fauci said that's not possible, okay? But there's no one who can make the claim that it didn't. So the, you can't say it's not possible, especially when they were doing work with these viruses. What I, what I chalk it up to though, here's the difference though, Sam, hold on. Here's what I chalk it up to. <laughs> what I think, what I chalk it up to is not, not some plan by Fauci and the NIH. I chalk it up to total total incompetence and then when they realized how incompetent they were they tried to cover it up that's what i chalk oh, up to that's Brian. not a conspiracy though that's plain old government uh, yeah. bureaucracy it's amazing but you you think that brian. it was actually planned brian. by fauci brian yeah brian yeah brian yes there's literally something called event 201 okay. in which they role played Theater nerd dork <clears throat> science dork fuck. Yeah. Role played this Dungeons and Dragons style. Yeah. This scenario. Yes. Why is that bad? So the pe because the people who were there are also the people who funded this lab. But that's a little bit like the, when the military does. Right. Does, okay. Does, uh, Brian, uh, we, you walk in, right? Uh, yeah. You walk in. I write a book saying I kill redheaded Mexicans. This is how I'll do it, right? And then one day you walk in, and our favorite redhead Mexican is fucking dead. Okay, hold on. I and I'm stop like, oh man, I, I don't I know what the fuck just happened you. there. You're making correlation and causation. No, no. So, I'm you, not you, what do, I'm you want, you do want. That's a good thing that we have. That we have our virologists and the people of Watchdog who are who are actually researching what happens when a pandemic hits. Right, right. right you want that. Right, right, right. Just like just like we do. Um, <laughs> just like when the military does war games, they're they're going through different scenarios. Would you agree that that's a good thing? No. I will not. You agree. won't agree with that. No. But we've been doing that forever. I don't. But we've been doing agree. that, Sam. We've been doing that forever. How do yeah. you how do you rehearse for a pandemic? You know a pandemic's coming. <laughs> they've been they've been that way for history. We know I'm, that. I'm so, looking so, for something. But 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 Sam, you, you're 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 making a mistake. Your your correlation and causation are not the same thing. Guys, big thank you to Incogni for sponsoring the show. Uh, Incogni solves one of the biggest problems we all face today, okay? Your personal data is always being shared, always being used without your permission. I hate that. that. That's, that is literally what Google and everybody else does, okay? That's a fact. Nothing's for free, guys. Yeah. Your address, your contact details, your shopping habits, email, background, all of it, all of it is worth money to third parties, and that's exactly what happens. It's traded that way. All your so, weird stuff, dog, yep. your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Pornhub, yep. you name it, that data's being mine. And they have the right to request data brokers to delete the information they have on you, right, okay? So um, it's all tricky, but incogni, in, incogni does all this messy work for you automatically. automatically. They go to these third parties and they go, you have to delete what you have and they by law have to do it. You can protect your privacy by taking your personal data off the market. You create an account, tell them whose personal data you'd like to remove and Incogni will reach out to data brokers on your behalf. This is wild. This is the new, this is what's going on now. Yeah, and thank you. So they will request, they will request your personal data removal 
and deal with any objections that might come, which is pretty cool, okay? I don't think anybody else, I don't wanna go down that rabbit hole. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna do this right away. Yeah, give by it, the way, I'm give doing it a this. Try, give it a try. The first 100 people to use code DEEPWATERS or go to incogni.com, and I'm gonna spell incogni for you guys. I-N-C-O-G-N-I, -I, in, like incognito, incogni com slash deep waters, you will get 20% off incogni. This sounds like a very good Take company. control of your data. Take control of your data. There's a corollary, yes. But that's because we know that viruses are real. We know that viruses could escape from a lab. We've been we've known that forever, Sam. Yeah. For, forever. Yeah. So you have to rehearse what to do when that happens. That's what the CDC does. The Center for Disease Control does countless, countless mock, uh, mock-ups about that. All right. I, I'm True looking up something real quick, bro. Real quick. I'm looking up here, something. Here it is. The Johns Hopkins Center for Health. Yep. There you go. Health yeah, security. Yeah, yeah, That's not yeah, a bad yeah. thing, dude. Hold on. Event hold on. 201 is a good thing. No. <laughs> it is, though. Um, Brian. You literally It's a like, high level pandemic you are exercise. You your brand by saying dumb shit like no, that. Wait, wait, wait. What what it is Brian, is I it's love a, it's, you so much. But wait, when you why say are you saying why are you saying thing? No, what I'm saying is that these kinds of things have been done forever. You Brian, the problem is is that all the players involved funded this thing. So it's like Brian, what you're doing, dude, is like Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, who have worked together hand in hand and stuff, funded this thing. And then they play the scenario here and it's what played out in real life. And you go, this is just an accident. People made mistakes, but it just seems, Brian, and this seems to be a consistent thing on the show is that these people who have all the money, have all the power, seem to fuck some shit up. <sighs> But somehow it works to their advantage where they gain more money and more power. It's never that they I lose anything. I can understand anything. that idea, Sam. <laughs> I like but, how you're smiling because you know I got no, you right there. I don't you think, know I got you. But, Look but, at that. No, you no, see that smile? I don't, That's think like, these oh, people, shit. I don't think these people getting together are going, let's create and release a virus so we can make more money. Yes, they are. That's what yes. you think. That's really no, what you think. No, it's not just about money. These people have all the money. This is a spiritual war. They want to enslave mankind. They do. Yes. Why? Do you think China enslaves their people? I do. Okay. So you think that that a group of people who maybe aren't part of the same government, but all work on the same level, over here, bad guys. Over here, good guys? Why? I don't like that idea. What I what I and I and I don't think people don't want power and control. Yes. I just think that overall pandemics are a reality, right? They are a reality. Historically, they've always been a reality, way before we had labs. And the idea that China's wet markets are not going to cause certain problems or China's China's and the the world's crazy environmental degradation isn't going to cause viruses to jump onto human human inhabitants when they get rid of the animals that were the host for those viruses the idea that that's not going to happen is crazy because that is what happens all the time so, so my we friend, need so we need a defense against that right that's part see, of brian i debate who i'm going to bring in on this show just to curb stomp you 
Because I have nice people that could do it, and there's some play. And then I have people that will straight up melt your skull, okay? And you'll never be I'm the same. I'm sure there are people that dedicate their lives to trying to draw, like, like just like with Brian, just like with numerology Brian, in the Bible. You can draw correlations, Sam. Brian. You can draw correlations. What you're saying, though, is that there's this cabal of evil people that are re- creating and releasing viruses so they can get richer and have more control. I just don't think that's the case. Brian, you have Dr. Fauci, who's universally known. I did not make this term up. The Hitler of AIDS. He's literally known for that. Because what he did was he had a fucking uh, a, 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 a prescription mechanism. What, what's the word I'm looking for? AZT? A pharmaceutical AZT, AZT yeah. that they had used on cancer. I know. I was alive when this happened. I okay. know people who went through but it. But Brian, hold on. Yeah. That they used on cancer, but it was killing people. Worse than cancer was. So they shelved it. Yes, I remember this so very when well. The, when the studies toxic. came out that said that they that this is a different thing than what we're being told, Dr. Fauci killed all that because he wanted to water down AZT because he had this drug sitting on the shelf that they spent a lot of money on, Brian. It wasn't Dr. Fauci's it, only... Look, okay, so here's your problem. Here's the biggest problem. This is a great example. Oh, here so we go. AIDS, Sam, I watched a lot of people in New York City die of AIDS, right? I'm old enough to remember this terrible, terrible time. Okay, I'm going to send on. you this. I want, this is you important. talk, keep going. But I want you to listen. I want you to listen. Do you want this email or uh, or do you want me to box can you, up? Can you airdrop it? But yeah, wait, I'm guys, so everybody who's a conspiracy theorist, listen to this. And I'm old enough to, I'm sorry, but I'm old enough to remember this. I want you to hear this. Okay, hold on. Before can you talk about pee real quick? Well, I need you to hear this. I need the pee. Right, I we'll can't take, hear when I've got we'll a take pee. A break. We'll take a break. I go, go deaf. Go pee. Go pee. We'll take a break. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about this. This is important. This is episode five? I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, we don't have a number eight for that. So I'm just going to edit, right. edit something in there. So Brian, what were you saying that was wrong? What am I what am I looking for here? Just leave it on this right now and we'll get into it. All right. Hold on. Okay, so let me just say this. This is very important about AIDS and, and stuff. So the, the bottom line, and this is really important. And okay, I want you I'm to listening, hear me. I'm listening. So, so at the end of the day, AIDS was a killer. And I remember it very, very well. And I know people, including my, my neighbor and friend, who died very, very sort of in an unvery dignified way. What it used to do is just it would, it, you couldn't keep food down. And you would essentially starve to death or you'd die of these terrible diseases. And it was just, it was really, you lost all your dignity. And I watched so many young men. I was a waiter and at a, a very popular restaurant where a lot of gay men would come in and I would watch these young men who were vi- vibrant in their 20s and just they would waste away. And so it was such a terrifying disease. I remember getting tested a lot as a young guy because I thought we thought it was a straight disease too. And um, what we didn't know was that if you were of European uh, descent or a lot of times Arabic descent where, where the Black Plague had hit, typically survivors of the Black Plague historically were, had, a, had a gene mutation that allowed them to fight the AIDS virus. So, so, so that's why you didn't see straight men getting it. And when the military did all these research, all this research, they were like, "Why are straight men not getting? Why, why is why are there no AIDS cases for all these straight men? And why, in fact, are the gay men that are getting it the ones getting the bottoms, but the tops were not getting it? So it's really interesting. So the, the men I know who were well, like my acting teacher who survived the AIDS epidemic and did a lot of fucking, they never got it. They always gave it." 
So the reason for that is it's really hard to get it. It's when a you very are of, weak disease. Yes, if you are if you are of a certain but but so in Africa and parts of Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa, it was a heterosexual disease as well. Why? They didn't have the gene mutation. And there's been a lot of research on that, but forget all that. What I think is fascinating about AIDS now, and when I when I was coming growing up, it was a terrifying disease that we had no cure for. And then what happened was protease inhibitors. Research that, that was done by, uh, I think it was Yang, and who won Man of the Year he, in American labs, and Gallo, well, his team, not Gallo himself, in French labs came up with these protease inhibitors. Protease inhibitors and cocktails have compromised the AIDS virus so much that it's so weak now that if you get it, which a friend of mine caught it, um, the doctor said to her, you know, you have a better chance of dying of diabetes. We might not even have to give you drugs anymore because the virus has been compromised so much that you, you, you're probably going to die with some, of something else. Kind of fucking crazy. For a guy who came and saw this with his own eyes to see now AIDS be a disease that is totally manageable with a couple of pills and, and in fact get it to a point where it's not even detectable in the body, that's pretty fucking amazing. So there's no doubt that we have made a lot of progress through NIH research and funding um, on some diseases, right? Do you think it's kind of crazy, man, that that in California, you do not have to inform somebody you have HIV, but you have to have a vaccine card now? In oh, that's someplace? outrageous. <laughs> well, this is then, so, that, so this is the shit where I understand why people, and where I really do understand whether I agree with you or not on conspiracies, I think that when you raise these questions, it's really important because what about a vaccine passport? What about the fact that I have to have one? What about the fact that there are people taking the vaccine like a friend of ours? And now I don't know if this is correlated. I'm, again, I'm not a scientist, but they, we do know that people who are taking the virus, the vaccine, some of them do get really sick. We know that. They just People do. are dying. And so, you know, and this is coming from doctors and scientists. It's not just coming from people who don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to vaccines. I don't I know do. what happens. I know what I talk. I, yeah. I stayed in the Holiday Inn last night. Thank you. You did? No. God damn it. <laughs> oh, um, but you know what I'm saying? So I think in that sense, it's great. Now, now what I, what I happen to believe is scientists, most scientists, whether they're NIH or wherever they are, are working hard to fight disease, right? And I think that that might even include a bureaucrat like Anthony Fauci. However... Diseases that when they show up are all not only confusing and new, they're fucking like what, but also what you you will make mistakes along the way. Government bureaucracy, the way they handle disease is wrong. It's fucking incompetent and stuff like that. I always disagree with the fact that Bill Gates and his cabal of evils are actually creating and releasing viruses for monetary gain. I don't think you can get away with that. I don't ultimately think that is how. The world works. I don't think that people are that evil in a group. I just don't think that that's how you would do it. That's what I'm trying to say. I think there's more money in coming up with the cure. There's more money in the vaccine. There's more money in that stuff. But the idea that this this evil group of people are actually trying to so let's release say, viruses. I, I just like what about SARS? It killed 15% of the population. I mean, it had a 15% mortality rate. I mean, you know what killed a lot of people? Swine flu. I mean, routinely killed, Dr. Drew was talking about it, routinely killed people in the 30s and 40s. It's kind of crazy. So, you know, 
my feeling is that COVID scared the living shit out of a lot of bureaucrats, health bureaucrats, and they didn't know what the fuck to make of it. I remember when I saw Chinese people falling and dying in the street, and I was like, what the fuck is this? So we were all pretty afraid. Right. right and why would that videos get out, Brian, do you think? Because we never saw that. Well, videos, ever. videos get out because people take video on no, their phone. Uh, but, but why is that video coming out of people we were told getting coronavirus and fainting in the middle of the street when that's never happened here ever well i think in china people smokers were like we, there was no, a picture brian, i don't think china wanted that out no, no, but i don't brian, think china wanted those that, pictures brian, out there okay so brian we're gonna go to fantasy land we're going to fantasy land choo choo we're going to fantasy land choo choo Hi, come with Brian and I to Fantasyland where anything's possible. In Fantasyland, we play fun scenario games where Brian fucking takes off his retard hat and he fucking has a moment and he sees it from Sam's perspective. Okay, Brian, we're in Fantasyland where anything's possible, okay? Anything's possible. Let's pretend in Fantasyland that these guys are bad people. We're going to pretend in fantasy land okay. that there are some globalists who are bad people. Okay. And let's say these globalists have a real agenda, right? In fantasy land, they have a real agenda. What's the agenda? The agenda is to cripple the United States, right? The economy, the people, to to sub, sub, submerge, submerge, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, to basically to destroy democracy, uh, bring in these 1984. To create China. Yeah. To create China. Right. Here. Let's just say exactly. we're living in this world. Right. In fancy land, these evil people want to do this. To, of but, all cult, of all ethnic groups, right. there's not one group of right. people, but it's across in fancy land. There's a globe, there's a group of globalists that want to create essentially a top down, Sub, down China-like control of the United States. Could we say that? Is that what you're... That, you're that's in fantasy saying. land. Okay. Yeah. In fantasy land. Yes. So if, if in fantasy land, if you really want to get this population to submit to ridiculous rules, what is a great way to do that? Fear. Yes. Fear. <clears throat> scared people right scarcity leverage death against the scarcity of life right in I fantasy agree. land right where these people where dr fauci bill gates the globalists in china the globalist bankers in fancy land they want to they want to crush the American. So they're group. all of one mind. These okay. People, all of these people a are a small of one group mind. of people, okay. right? But they're all with of a lot one of power. They all share in fantasy land. In fantasy land, Brian. Okay. In fantasy land. And they all anything's share, possible. They all share the same philosophy, right? In fantasy okay, land. Okay. Because right? that's how human beings are. But okay. Yeah. But in fantasy land, it's possible, right? Yes. Yes. So in fantasy land, it, what's a great way to kick off fear? Is if you put out videos of people falling and dying on the streets. Right. Is that a great way to kick off fear, Brian? Do you think... So but I'm in fantasy land. Yeah, but I want to ask you a question. Are you suggesting then... I'm not... I'm, I'm okay, in but, fantasy but, but, land. COVID does... COVID, the COVID virus, the coronavirus, this, this particular strain of COVID, seems to, you would agree, affect obese people, very old people disproportionately multiple it, it might be uh, deadly, medical issues but it might yes. be deadly for some people yes right? Right. yes yes so the, the, the for me i do believe that corona had uh, like this particular coronavirus but Brian, real quick before yeah. you go into this yeah would you agree in fantasy land 
if you were a part of this, a great way to kick off the fear yeah. to give people to submit to your authoritarian new policies is to scare them in that there's something in China making people drop dead on the street. Yes, but I would say that the media, the media for sure does that. You know why? Because they make money off of okay. fear. Okay, And All they make right. money off of division. Or they're a mouthpiece of the, of the meanies in fantasy well, now, land. Now, hold on. I think the media and I think what we're battling with and what I battle with against is a philosophy. Do you mind philosophy. if I ring the bell real no, quick? No, 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 because there's a philosophy out there which is a philosophy that says not only do the, the, if, if the media for the media is about money and ratings so if they can have a ticker right next to it like cnn did of mortality rates due to corona right or COVID, and you can fudge that you can fucking fudge that right because a lot of people die and you can say well they died with corona okay. it could have been, right so we know can that so as that ticker's going, people can't help themselves. They're like, I'm going to watch this. So ratings go up okay. and you make more money. Okay. No doubt about okay, that. Okay, Brian. That's not Brian, a conspiracy. But, that makes total sense to me. Okay, That's why okay. the mainstream media but has what lost if their that, credibility. What if, what if the video from China and the news bombarding you with the fear of corona keeps everybody indoors and allows these very powerful people to shut down mom and pop businesses and allow billionaire and their companies to make more billions, and it's the greatest shift of wealth we've seen in mankind. So I would say this. In fantasy land. I would say, no, I would say. Does that make sense in I fantasy would, land? It, what makes sense is this. What makes sense is this virus comes out, and those kinds of people who, who see an opportunity, okay? Not only do they see an opportunity to make money, but then you have people that actually buy into a left-wing ideology, meaning capitalism, the marketplace, and freedom that that requires is evil. Right. And collectivism, communism, socialism is good because okay. it creates more equality, okay. which we see coming out of universities All with right. these people that I totally disagree with. All right. And they're indoctrinating the youth. Yes. And so that movement, that ideological movement, which we've seen in history, is far more favorable to a company, country like China and willing to look the other way when they do things like they do to the Uyghurs and right. everything else. So 100%, in my opinion, you have people in politics, you have people in media, you have people in big tech that seem to definitely identify more with a very powerful federal government and a very powerful central bureaucracy that takes all the money and redistributes it and doesn't think that states' rights, dual sovereignty, which was what this country was founded on, states' rights should have as much say. So what I'm looking at is a difference in philosophy. That's what's dangerous to me. Not even evil. I'm looking at what I think are people who have influence, who have the wrong idea of how to structure society okay. and are going against what made this country great, which is democracy, individualism, freedom. Okay. When, when I hear Biden not use the word freedom unless he's talking about China once, not use the word individualism, and not use the, any word that, that correlates to entrepreneurship in his speech. And it's all about giant infrastructure projects and government, government solving all of our problems. Okay. I go, seen that before, didn't work. It's a Brian. philosophy, it's a left-wing philosophy. It's not a conspiracy. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a flawed way of Brian. thinking. Brian, okay. That's what I say. But in fantasy land that we yes. are in, yeah. is it as possible possible yeah. that all the breaks you said went the wrong way but still happened to make these people rich? Is it 
possible that they could have planned this and made all the money? So this is a classic great question. And it hinges on the difference between a conspiracy theorist and someone like myself. And a fucking idiot. I don't think that, I don't think at all that you can possibly plan something that extravagant. Okay. I think there are too many moving parts. And I don't, even if you wanted to, I don't think it's possible. Oh, man. But I love that you oh, are, man. you should write screenplays because this, it's oh, a Brian. great Hollywood Brian. movie because the bad guys, yeah. the bad guys yeah. up there. And I don't think Brian, that most you are conspiracy so theorists, most conspiracy theorists have really delusional. ever been, you've never really been around those kinds of movers and shakers. And I think you'd find that they're all over the map philosophically and politically. It doesn't take everybody. It takes enough people. Let me give you, I'm going to go through some names. Good or evil, uh, planners, globalists. Jeff Bezos. Uh, evil. Why? Well, let me just tell you, uh, because he's so driven to win and succeed and he's done, at some point, it's he's become too dominant right and he wants all of it so so power absolute power corrupts absolutely in other words so that's but, what, but what at start, one point he's just trying to hustle to get some going right now he came he up with completely a, got a head start listen yeah. i have no problem i have kids right yeah. i have two daughters i love them with all my heart i am working my ass off to the point of exhaustion so that my kids Whenever I'm gone or whenever they get to a point where I feel they're ready for it, I can hand them a giant enterprise <laughs> that one of them or both of them could run successfully. And I have no problems with that. Do I hate nepotism? No, I understand it, even when I didn't have kids. My problem is, it just seems, in particularly Hollywood, it's all nepotism. Like, everywhere, right. there's like some weird connection. Let me get into yeah. this. So, Jeff Bezos could at some point been i mean he got a giant head start just like bill gates from his parents and he can't hate them for him they gave him a fat chunk of money to start off and he worked his ass off and like rogan said about jeff bezos he just outworked everybody but now what we're seeing it's 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 too much, too much. he's killing everything it's, it's like a monopoly okay yeah. so so <clears throat> what started out as a guy hustling has turned into to my humble opinion just like walmart a detriment I was about to, say, to like, like human, yeah. humanity. Yeah, because what happens with Walmart and what happens with, with something like Amazon is that even though you get you have abundance and you have convenience, you pay a price like everything. You pay a price. That's my problem with arco-capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I love the idea, if you do not have at least a couple You have antitrust laws. You have to have antitrust laws. You to can't have, stop the right. really smart from yeah. destroying everybody else. Yes. You're fucked, and I, you just get right to the same place. I agree. And I know we're going to get ma messages, no, no, free market, let it work out. Dude, what's been going on here? At some point, Jeff Bezos was just making shit happen. I'm sorry, dude. Look, I mean, look, it's, look, The bottom line, Sam, as you can say this, if a large chunk of the economy that's doing well is Apple, Google, and Amazon, and they take up 80% of the pie. And they we have got a 100 problem. employees. And, and Microsoft, we got a problem. We got a problem, right? I mean, the, 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 you're right. And so one of the things about antitrust laws and anti-monopoly laws is that you're, you, when a company gets that big, they get too powerful and they kill all competition. And I don't think any of us want, and I do think that the biggest worry about COVID is that why when COVID came about, did all the fucking small mom and pop shops have to shut down, but not the huge corporations? Well, dude, 
on so, Lancashire. I almost went nuts. I wanted to set this billboard on fire. As I drive down Lancashire to- from my place where I was to the Ha Ha Cafe, store after store closed down, closed down. A sign that said Amazon Fresh. We're open. Walk right in. That was the biggest there you go. fucking insult there you go. to mom and pop. There so, you go. And like, I we haven't even seen, like, people don't realize, man, the generational wealth that has been lost. Now, there's some businesses that can get back up, get back going, but there are some mom and pop stores that they were they were going to pass it down. They, either the parents are too old. It's just not going to happen I now. Agree. And those businesses are I, fucking gone. I fucking gone. totally agree with you. And that, to me, what, is dumb so purposeful. Let's talk about Bill Gates, because Bill Gates... Scumbag. Bill Gates made so but much theater, money. But scumbag. But he made a lot of money because he created a product that all No, he didn't, bought. Brian. Well, no, but hold on. Nope. Microsoft made their money because yep. we bought... We, everybody was using Because he, he stole his operating system from IBM, where his mother worked at. That's a fact. Yeah, but he also did, they also did other innovations. So Microsoft has a product he know He stole used. stuff. He was known for stealing stuff. He is a scumbag... Rich kid, theater dork. Okay. I'm sorry, that's nothing against you, the theater dork. No, no, no. Because you're a good wait, guy. But wait, but Bill Gates, but Bill Scumbag. Gates, but he also did create, he got very wealthy by creating a company that people got were using, right? Right. So he was very good, at least in creating technologies, it seems, or his company was, that, that people used all over the world, so he became one of the richest right. men in the world. I mean, right? like, how so many? Why, why do you say he's a scumbag specifically? I, I just said. What it. about malaria nets and and he's water, a scumbag. water treatment plants? He's uh, he's getting sued in India. He's like really been like he's banned some places. Uh, uh, Italy, I believe, it wants to try him for war crimes. He's a scumbag. He literally says it, Brian. If the vaccine goes according to plan, we'll lower the population from 10 to 15 percent. What does that mean, Brian? What does that mean? Well, I don't know what context he was talking about, but I know some people are advocating for less people on the globe. Yeah, but Brian, that sounds like people are going to die. So you don't think that Bill Gates is actually interested in um, solving the world's problems? I do not. Fresh water and toilets that... And the environment. Brian, that's all theater? What? What? What what, what is the end game then if he doesn't? Anthony, answer me this. What what do plants use to make oxygen? Photosynthesis. But what do they need for it? Water. And what else? Carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. And what else? The sun. This motherfucker wants to lower carbon dioxide levels and block out the sun. I mean, but I mean, dude, I. I call Chelsea Handler a cunt. I get kicked off of fucking Twitter. He's like, I'm going to block out the sun. And they're like, yay. Wait, wait, Sam. Yes, Sam, 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 Sam. Hold on. That's a, that's a scientific theory that people were thinking about when it comes to global warming. But let's just hold on for a sec. Bill Gates. So so can I, the Melinda, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah. That does things like provide malaria nets. They're evil. Uh, hold on. She's provides evil. Provides malaria nets. This also, whole story about them getting divorced is a water, lie. That creates water treatment plants that worked really hard on trying to find a toilet that actually was uh, self-cleaning and self-sustaining. All those things that they spent all that money on, Sam. An employee is, is on is, his property, they found tons of kiddie porn. Yeah, dude, How convenient just, just, is that? So all of that is what? Theater? All that's evil? Uh, um, Brian, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. You gotta do a little good so people, so people like you can be like, well, about the thought they so what is the he, what is his, what are their, what's their end game? Just to kill people? They, they're eugenics. 
So their end game is to kill people. Yeah, they're they're like literally Nazis. I see. And so that's all you have to say. You're just going to say that they're Nazis. Yeah. And you just they're dismiss eugen- them. They're, yeah, they're eugenics. They're into eugenicists. Eugenics. Yeah, yeah, eugenicists. Well, eugenics is actually more about like breeding. Brian, please it's don't more defend. About breeding. Don't okay. defend you. Well, you just keep saying like it's like saying so, like this. Well, I, I'm I'm trying to ask you questions because I've seen what I think looks like an effort to make, for example, certain parts of the world in Africa yeah. uh, give a, give them access to clean yeah. drinking water, That's which they the which they've done, which they've done. So you're, you keep saying that they're scumbags and they're Nazis yes. and they want to kill people. And I'm yes. going, well, I, I, can you give me, can you tell me how that's the case? I, I, how I mean, that's all you're the saying case? Is that, well, there's a guy on their property that found kitty porn. I, that, I can't go on that, Sam. We're in a court well, of law. Well, that's one here. of many things. We're on a court of law. That's one of many things. You'd be the things. worst fucking prosecutor because I would there's, win no every case. there's no evidence. There's no evidence. We'd be I like, would win every well, case. a guy who worked on his thing found a Brian, thing. The look problem this up. with you, Brian, is like you refuse. I mean, like, like the people make to the top in so many things. I mean, there's a level of psychopath. Would you not agree with that? There's a level. I think in some people, ambition like that requires, I guess, a certain probably there are people who are at the top who are sociopaths. Yeah. Not all. Yeah. Not all. A lot. But what drives people to be extreme winners a lot of times is that that is in some cases that that is a trait for people who are if not sociopaths can Brian, deviate into that territory however a, that a doesn't group mean of people, that people are really good the at venetians stuff. who are basically black nobility the who use people like just, fucking the jesuits were not, they know they weren't. and they Look up fund the venetians, they make people like bill gates fucking the do venetians theater. i think you mean the phoenicians no not i mean the, the venetians venetians, the venetians. Look up Venetians versus Phoenicians. I think the Phoenicians are who, who you're talking about. But wait, Sam, what I'm saying is that you can't say that everybody who's successful is a sociopath like Jeff Bezos. I think sometimes people come up with an idea that's really, really good. I think really it's good. PH Phoenicians. Oh. Yeah, it's Phoenicians. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? <laughs> anyway. Anyways, uh, Brian, I mean, great job slowing down this killer podcast. Can we look up dance videos wait, again? Wait, let's see. Let's see. Isn't <laughs> you there? Fuck. Isn't there? Um, aren't there questions? Or didn't we have videos? Or didn't we have? We did we have anything that let, makes let Brian what feel the, wanted? Yeah. Let me see what what we what happened. Oh, we, we have a video here. I can't wait. Oh, okay. oh yeah, it's oh. a dude. I What's up, Sammy Trips and Brian dudes. Callen? Let me say. Conspiracy Social Club is my favorite podcast on the internet. All right, Thank you, bro. Love your guitar. Okay, Love so uh, before I get into my questions, I want to say um, I used to watch this show on Vimeo with my mother, um, but she actually, as a result of uh, watching this show, she ended up in the hospital um, <laughs> from getting too wet. So um, <laughs> I want to say I'll be in your DMs and um, asking for you guys to pitch in. Um, on some of the payments, um, I love and this it's guy. The least you guys could do because it is your fault. So, um, <laughs> He's good. Hey, right, much respect to that. Uh, my first question: um, I'm a three-year comic in LA. Um, I'm having fun with it and making a few friends, but um, I just want to get to that next level. And um, uh, I know it's hard, but um, I was wondering what would you guys give for advice? to your three-year comic self. He reminds me. Um, as far as... Stop um, this for a second. Maybe a little piece of uh, 
business insider info. Or First of all, he reminds me of you, Anthony. It looks what? like you. He sounds like you, <laughs> and uh, he looks like you. You know what, Anthony? I feel like that does he looks not like, look like Anthony me. after just like a ton of oxycotton, and this Anthony <laughs> looks like he went to rehab, found Jesus, and he's happy now. Yeah, but does it not sound like Anthony? Same voice, That's same cadence. That's what I sound like. Oh no. yeah, but but I so this guy. So first, of I all, love this guy, yeah, and I love on, his mom more. I want yes. to bang his mom. Before we go on more, I think he's funny. I think he's really good at not selling the joke. And I think you're doing, I think you sound like a smart motherfucker and you sound like a guy who's, look, three years is, it takes a long time. Yeah. All I, all I have to say about stand-up and I want to hear your intake, insight, get up, here's my advice on stand-up. Write only what you think is funny, write every day and perform everywhere you possibly can, including in the mirror. And I'd say, write from a personal level. What are you afraid of? What, 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 who would you rather be? Who are you pretending to be? All those questions. How do you want to die? How do you not want to die? What do you want to say when you die? What's the feeling you want to take with you when you die? Ask those personal questions and, and go from there. And that, that's how I think is the best way. What bothers you? What scares you about the world looking around? What makes no sense about the world besides Sam Tripoli and his silly conspiracy theories, you know? So that, that's how I, that's my advice. What would you say advice-wise? So my advice is this. Well, if I had something that I could give you right now that would let you get to where you want to go, I wouldn't give it to you because you got to go through it to get to it. And, you know, advice. Paul Mooney told me that's this a long advice. time ago. And he, I was in a hallway and, like, I knew Paul was special, so I always showed him respect. And I was just so – I do this all the time with people. I'm so thankful for stuff that it makes it uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so thankful, you know. But he sat down and he was in a hallway with a bunch of the guys when we were young, back when we were the young guys coming around, the young guns. And he's like, listen to me, man. This time right now when you're running around, you're just doing stand-up because you love it. You're getting a couple free drink tickets. You're getting your dick wet. You're fucking loving it. This is the best time. And that's why I say to you, my friend, three years in, you're in the good time. If I could give you something that will fast forward it so you can get right to where you want, I wouldn't do that to you because you're going to miss out on all this amazing stuff because what goes up must come down. And what comes down, if you don't have the skills to deal with it, you're going to fucking set yourself up to crash and burn. So, so you're asking me. so true, Sam. It's the best advice I've ever heard. So if you're asking me what you should do, here's what you do. What everything Brian said for the first time in 50-something fucking episodes. 58 he episodes. Said, here, Brian. Ring the bell on that. You actually deserve it on that. Because that was the best thing I've ever heard Brian say. He's totally right. You got to turn everything you do into comedy. Okay? We don't, we don't have a number eight. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put a This is episode fifty eight. Right. Yeah, episode no, fifty eight. Whatever it is, man, Brian's totally right. Turn everything into a joke. Here's another thing. Treat everybody with kindness, man. The, I'm telling you, man, the only reason sometimes I worked because there were young open micers who had backpacks on, who came in with, and got no love from anybody. And I remember that moment when people treated me like shit and I showed them love and I answered their questions. And when they hit somewhere, they came back. They go, hey, man, you want to be on my talk show? You want to be on this? So I don't care who it is. From peasant to president, you show people love and respect. And, and I'm telling you, when what goes up must come down. If nobody reaches their hand out, you'll just keep sliding. So treat people like with gold. Two, never get comfortable. 
Ever. Ever. Never think you got comedy. Never think you've arrived there. Never think you can't go down. Uh, tomorrow, who knows what's going to happen? You got to stay in it and you got to be hungry until you don't want to do it again. If you're not learning and you're not hustling anymore, you're fucking done. And I see it all the time with some comics who have hit a certain level and they go on stage and they don't care what the the crowd thinks and it or they're doing the same thing over and over yeah again. never get comfortable dude so fucking true. never That's get great comfortable advice, man and the last thing you gotta say is like fucking trim your bits that's the biggest thing. Young comics want to talk forever. Oh, I could do 10 minutes when you can only do four for real. Dude, imagine, and this imagine is Steve my body. Imagine my body, and that's how your joke should be. Okay. Steve Hofstetter said this. And he, it, was like, it was like, imagine words are like money. Words cost money. You want to spend as little money as you can. Okay. If you can't tell me what your bit is in one sentence, it's not a good bit. You should almost say what the bit is as your setup. That's my opinion. At this level, just say your the premise. Such good advice. Don't overthink it, man. And keep it as simple as you can. Le- you got to learn to be funny like you got to learn to walk before you can run. You got to learn what's funny before you can go deep, deep into the crazier shit. You know, I'm fucking... 26 years in i'm seeing what i can get away with and sometimes i set myself up because i'll have this young comic coming on he's talking about pussy and chicks and boom 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 and then i'm into this fucking really weird realm that i'm in and people are like what the fuck is going on here but it's like that's my journey where i am in my career you have to dude take it slow one thing that i did really well start your own show host it do as much time as you want in between. Well, that's probably why you're so good at podcasting. Like, very, very few people are good at, can do podcasting. Like, very few people can pull it off. You could pull off podcasting alone. I can't pull off podcasting alone. You can. You just, you, know? you just, you're just afraid. Yeah, I Brian, you could talk by yourself. I sometimes think I slow you down. No, like, no. you should just be going no, all I'm, the time. I'm, well, that's because I'm, I'm right and I'm brilliant. Let's finish mm. this. Let's finish this. This question. This is great as um maybe a little piece of uh business insider info by the way ambiance is great something like that that'd be cool to hear you guys talk about number two um uh i am hesitant to take the vaccine and um it looks like they're really gonna start um taking uh taking measures to make life hard if you have not gotten the vaccine and um i predict something happening uh, in America, um, as far as seeing some kind of resistance, um, I was wondering once they start putting those measures into place, what do you think it will look like politically in America, um, for those who don't trust the government and don't want to take a vaccine? Uh, is it going to be a little demonstration in the streets or do you think it's going to be a huge uproar? Um, and you know, something that, um, you know, we should take more seriously. Um, so yeah, that's it for now. I'll be seeing you guys in Vegas, um, uh, on your first live show. Uh, I know you'll make me laugh and I'll definitely come up and introduce myself to you guys afterwards. And purple guitar uh, yeah, guy. Well, dude, I've already met you cause your name is Anthony. Like that's not <laughs> me. I do not look like that. <laughs> no, but you sound exactly that like guy's that. good looking. And I'll that's say, clearly you. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying you're a different look. Maybe I sound like that. Sure. 
You're a much better looking guy than anybody in this room. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, dude, uh, you you definitely get the. I don't puss like first. having a. Pretty, uh, I hate to say, it, I probably get the puss third. I get the sloppy second. No, that's not true because you you attract a certain kind of gal who would go grab yeah, right towards you. My theory is that chicks who have the nose ring right here give anal on the first date. Where the where is the the nose ring? Because because pain is a thing. Or? I don't know, but just universally, they definitely bleach your asshole. Really? Yeah, and that's my opinion. I, I love piercings. Uh, back to that. I think there is a giant movement going. That is why you're seeing now incentivized. Like Ohio's like get the vax, enter this million dollar <laughs> yeah. lottery. Yeah. It's it's dude. People are waking up all the time. You know, and um, the Americans, truth is, Americans tend. I always find it very health, healthy that Americans are distrustful of a vaccine, and and I I think that um, this in particular is a very controversial thing. Frankly, I'm as somebody who believes in vaccines overall, I'm very hesitant to get it because I just keep hearing about people I know who had a tough time with it, including people who are a month later still dealing with stuff. So you know this vaccine can have a really tough reaction it was made so quickly i i just don't know i don't know anything about it i know a doctor who said it's not a vaccine it's gene therapy um so i i don't know what that means i know and it I, and fucking it, rearranges your dna well i don't know so what's you can't going on. resist it reprograms your immune system so now you're going to need a vaccine for every Little thing, you'll no longer be able to prove to uh, produce antibodies on your own. That, and that's an issue. I mean, again, I don't know. I just think that what's happened for me, I'm probably going to get the vaccine because they've worn me down because I want to go to Europe and I can't get to Europe without a vaccine. Well, Brian, it also helps that you're like 80 and yes. you're not going to have kids anymore. Right. So you don't have to worry about that your, your, your sperm's going to be completely retarded i think i'll probably breed until i'm 80 just to gift the world my dna <laughs> the I kid dynamite want yeah, kids i think it <laughs> oh that thing's got to be you could hear it yodeling at night huh she's, she, she's <laughs> a that youngin. fucking womb she's a youngin <laughs> listen wait you can't you can't you can't be 54 and be with a 31 year old and expect them to be like i'm fine just owning dogs yeah. So who the fuck? Pull knows? one in her, dude. She's a she'd be a great mom. Anyways, let's go back to comments. Yeah. Any Can comments? I, I have, Guys, yes. send us your question. I would love to do. I would love to do that, dude. I would do. Let's yeah. Let's go back there. I have a quick question for you, Sam. Yes. Yes. When you first started, Brian, please be quiet. Men are talking. Sorry. Go sorry. Buddy, sorry. When when you first started stand up, you you've like famously always said that you used to do speed and, and whatever it was, right? Do yeah. you think if you didn't have that, if you were sober, do you think you would have stayed in it and grinded it out the same way? Because when I was trying to do open mics a few years ago, it was one of the things I noticed that everyone around me was like drinking or doing coke or like doing something. Yeah. There's a there's a few exceptions. So like, you're so the question I, I'm I don't understand because you're saying if I hadn't done drugs, would I kept doing it? Well, I kept doing it. I still kept doing it. Would you? Are you asking would my career be different? No, I'm asking did drugs help you stay in it when the lows were really low? No, because. No? The the drugs the drugs and the sex masks how sad I was about where my career was and it be it became something where they were I, I it, it was just eating the, eat my own tail because like my career wasn't going well so I did drugs and had sex with everything that moved and that caused my career not to go well mm, gotcha. just the way it okay. is so but at the end of the day this guy you see right here if there was no podcasting you wouldn't even be hearing from me I mean. 
I really had to wait till the whole business model changed and I could go peer to peer right now. Right. That's the only reason everything's going well. Now, comedy chaos changed my life as well. And I used abundance there. That was always something I did. I mean, I there's a video, I, if you can find, he did my one of my videos way back in the day when we were both kids. Can you look misbehavior, Brian Callen, Whitney Cummings? You'll see it, dude. And you were acting in it. And it's so funny because we've been friends for so fucking long. Didn't we play this? Yeah. Let's see if you can find it. Nope. Go, you just got to go down a little bit. Keep going down. We'll find it somewhere on. Great. We got to go through all this shit. It's on there. Misbe it's so old, dude. I got to find it. Look at that. It's so old. I'll find it. I'll send it to you next time. But right. uh, go look at it, dude. And it's so fucking funny, dude. Brian, you are so young in this. I'm so young. You were so young in it. It's so funny. And I had this hot girl. Her name's Jen, Jen B. And she she was a stripper, but she was great. And she was like, she did the acting in it. Right. And the whole joke was like, Whitney gave out advice to people. And my advice was like, when am I supposed to do that? My buddy took my stripper from me. And it's it's it was so fucking funny. Dude. I saw this. I saw it. I saw it. And I am fucking young. It's so crazy. Dude, we're all young. That's so nuts. We're so young. God damn it. Uh, let's read some of these things. Um, okay. Go back. Take two post. Take two post. What are the big gay outside with the founders of Vimeo? Rothschilds. Uh, can you go up for a sec? There's one more right there. Audio no, only. Go down. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The vaccine shedding term you're looking for is called spike proteins. Uh, hey, Jordan, you don't know what you're talking about. I've seen <laughs> multiple doctors talking about this. A lot of offices have to turn down vaccinated patients to keep them away from pregnant women. No, they don't. <sighs> Due to potentially causing miscarriages and other horrible things. You're a fucking idiot. That's not true. Brian, and no, these aren't do not talk to theorists. our listeners like that. Not that those exist anywhere. They there are, are friends everywhere. and our fans. But you have to actually listen, Brian. Your head can only go so far up your ass before you implode into See? a black hole. Hey, that, that's, that's what you just said is not is true. It's correct. It's not true. Uh, let me see this one. Um, there was a guy that went to CVS and took the vaccine. I love that. There's a guy, vial, and walked out of the store. He's having it sent off to diagnostics. This should be the biggest story right now. Uh -huh. Yeah, you didn't see that video? Uh, Al Libel. Brian, I must apologize for calling you Brian with an I. I am an idiot, but I am nowhere on the level of on, on your level of idiocy. Fat Dragon has the right approach. Thank Look at you. everything from a karate stance. Yes. Don't just accept or deny it, but explore it to make Thank sense. Thank you. Of it. The key is to find sources who are honest in their assertions. No agenda is just a listening of facts with a likely explanation. It should be clear if it doesn't pass the first sniff test. I love that you read brian but now how about adding some critical thinking don't regurgitate shit from google give me your honest and informed opinion everything is not as mm. it seems once you peek behind the curtain and brian would rather wrap himself in the curtain than face the truth thank and you sam brian. gets a w p.s a spec a skeptic shouldn't accept a contrarian point of view they should question everything until it is proven thank you great up for comment of the year uh, andre Andres Salas. Sam took a huge L by 
stating that a fucking Jesuit priest said there was no radiation. Honestly, Sam needs a little more knowledge on the whole nuclear bomb topic. Of course he does, although he is a scientist. How can you say do not trust Jesuits, then trust Jesuits? Andre catching him eating his own tail. That's the, <laughs> that's the comment of the year. <laughs> you get a fucking drum solo. Ha! Ah. Miles right. Sam sucks sometimes, dude. He just makes stupid fucking noises when Brian makes a point and he asks Sam to retort. I'm honestly embarrassed for Sam. <laughs> Miles right. Yeah. Kate, Katie Gidry. I have not experienced any of this vaccine shedding. You're right, because it doesn't exist. Sam, I love and adore you, but some of your conspiracies are so far oh, out there. Yeah. I get what These you did. Kate, did you go on? Oh, you went the audio. That's why. Go to the video. No, no, no. We got audio only. <laughs> Sam's a Russian spy. Audio only. Keep going. Go, go to video so we can Brian dude, can get you some. Go to, you go back to Russia because we don't need you here. <laughs> hey, why are you? Why are you listening to him? Go I'm on. the king. I'm the king. You are not the king. Let's go. Uh, now, hold on. Um, okay, go down to the second one. Now go down to the, the next one. Next one. Let me see this. No, no, no. Read that. It's pretty funny. Tips. Which was this one? Yeah. Laird Reganis is a fellow alum. I can 100% confirm Sam's claim of Brian being a graduate of Touchbutt School. You can tell that Brian flourished in classes such as Modern Touchbutt, Jazz Touchbutt, and Physical Touchbutt. <laughs> Fats W rings L. Fucking <laughs> Fauci Callen 2024 from Laird. Yes. Robert Man Manel, I'll fucking bang your wife. Totally. And make eye contact with you <laughs> while I do it. Trips my wife 2024 for sex. All right. Uh, Kyle LaRose, Callan saying pedophile rings haven't been exposed. Have you not heard of Epstein Island? Shaking my head. Uh, rings taking a bigger pounding than Steve Burns' chicken sandwich. <laughs> That's great. Adam Sabraj. Sub Sub oh, this I'm guy sorry, hates I, me. I, I'm sorry, Adam. I keep screwing up your name. Adam Subber Subai This is probably one of Brian Callan's trolls. That he Sam, created. I want to help you. Brian has been slapping you around like you're a 1920s housewife that overcooked the gnocchi again. <laughs> Brian, a while back, said the government would never hurt its own citizens. Bring up Operation Northwoods and discuss it. There's plenty of evidence to show Brian with a declassified documentation pertaining to the proposed false flag. I'm literally setting a softball on the tee for you, handing you a corked bat, and helping you swing. Hey, Adam, there. you fuckhead. <laughs> I fucking already brought up Operation Northwoods several times. Dumb fuck. Ryan Cowan takes it, takes it again this week. Thank you, man. Also, one of you or both of you, please come to Georgia so I can take my wife out for a comedy-filled date night. Yeah. Yeah, Adam, we will come, even though sometimes your comments are a little weird. <laughs> Jordan Hanoon. Let me see what Jordan Hanoon has to say. Oh, yeah. Skip that one, Brian. Oh, you're so selective. Go on. Uh, oh, thank you. Oh, you're reading them first. Hi, member of the CSC Canadian chapter here. Thank you. On Patreon and Rockfin. Uh, a reminder that you can get us on Rockfin, by the way, because they just dropped their, their um, new um, app on Android. Um, you want to talk about conspiracies? Talk about the absurd lockdowns here. People catastrophizing everything. I agree. Do you know how many people have died in Canada? 26,000. The fucking, the narrative is no longer about science, but rather about preying on people's emotions. Saying you don't care about others if you disagree with the absurd lockdowns, I agree. Now over a year later, using social standing to control public opinions and actions. Please send help. You're right, Jordan. I don't know what the fuck Justin Trudeau and his fucking dum-dums are doing in Canada, but I feel so bad for you guys. It's fucking outrageous, Well, he didn't man. win. Blackface didn't win. 
Uh, they use the same uh, uh, voting machines to rig it, and this is why they rigged it. Just like they rigged for George Bush. They knew what was coming, and they need to have their people positioned in there to execute If Canada's going to vote in socialists like They're not voting them in. Dude, know. I've been to Canada. Everybody hates Trudeau. It was election fraud. Next, next one. Yeah. Oh, Brian, this is what people been Brian talking Leslie about. Brian Leslie Rothschild Callen takes the L again. Yeah, Rothschild Callen. <laughs> Dude, listen, man, you can't put that on me, all right? I I, I am not a banker. I am not the son of a... I am the son of a banker. There we dad, go! But my Can dad's Irish. Can my I get that? Irish. He's I need a big that Irish guy sound from, bite right there. My dad's there. a big so Irishman from Wisconsin. Had coffee with Osama Bin Laden. Next, qu- next comment. <laughs> What's up with the fucking jump cuts, Brian? Censoring again? Yeah, yes. Brian. Brian. Swarm in Russia me. is Reutzia. Oh, swarm in Russia is Reutzia. But <laughs> Sam, you know that already. Sam, where <laughs> Daniel, you got right? E two, Brute. E two, dude. Oh. Dude, Daniel, thank you. Oh, Reutzia. this is my favorite. Reutzia, Reutzia. This Just is paranormal. My Always funny. Brian's butthole is so tight, all his farts come out in reverse. <laughs> Holy shit. That guy's genius. Oh, man. Jeremy Pickens, our friend. Brian, Sam, should should a bakery be forced a ba- to bake a gay couple a wedding cake, even if he goes against the couple's religious views? What if someone has views where they don't believe they should have to serve black people? Religion is a right. Eating at a restaurant or getting a cake baked is a privilege where do we draw the line you know it's a good question jeremy pickens um uh, i think uh sam uh, Her- uh no uh, jordan peterson was asked that question too i i, I think that um I, I don't know how to answer that question um i really don't i i do i believe they uh, here's my opinion man okay is that i don't think you should be discriminating discriminating against people based on different um groups that they're in i'm sorry i don't you know and that's just my opinion and you know yes i mean like okay you want to sit here and say what if some people think people are born gay some people think they choose to be gay i don't think <clears throat> that's like saying brian could just start sucking dick right i mean he probably already does but that's what most people think i don't think that's it but i i just don't want to live in a world where somebody who's black can't go into a restaurant. I just think that's half-ass backwards. I think our diversity is our strength, and I think you should be allowed to. I think everybody well, should federal, be... there is a federal law that says you're not allowed to discriminate against somebody. I just their... don't think you should. Yeah. And guess what? That that company but, that discriminated on the gay... I mean, like, I don't know why you'd want to be gay and go to a that, that shitty-ass fucking well, cake well, place. So, but... so, so there is... there there The Civil Rights Act actually didn't, I think, have sexual orientation in it. I think it was it was it was race and it was ethnic origin and it was political and even there's there's sort of like you can't discriminate against somebody for their political uh, ideology and things like that. But sexual orientation, I don't believe, was in the 1964 Civil Rights Act, and so that was why that was sort of. Um, can you look that up, Anthony? Because I, I think that's what that was what was at sort of the crux of that. And if somebody has a religious point of view that says I don't feel like I should be forced to serve someone who practices something that is anathema to my religion my belief system it's really we get into this weird area of 
It's I don't know, man. I'm with you. I think it, it got struck down <clears throat> in the Supreme Court. I, they 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 voted in favor of for the cake person, right? The cake the cake company. They were allowed to discriminate. Civil rights what? The, the Civil K- Rights the- Act of 1964, yeah. I I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know why. I mean, business is so hard. Why you want to limit yourself? But I also don't know why people want to go somewhere uh, that they're not wanted. So I don't know. I don't have the answer. So Supreme Court holds that sexual orientation and gender identity are protected by Title uh, uh, Seven, the Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Um, prohibits discrimination in the workplace on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, okay, sex, and national origin. Now, remember, that means sex, but it doesn't mean sexual orientation. And so, so what happened was, based on the original Supreme Court decision, they then extrapolated and said it holds that that also has to do with your sexual orientation and gender identity. Because remember, those are new things in the public discourse since 64. Yeah. So so those are new things. I mean, gender identity is 10 minutes old, right? I mean, we, ha- we have been talking about gender identity f- for I don't know how long. So now you're dealing with trans things. And so that's, that's kind of the American experiment. We bring these things in. LGBT, uh, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah, um, I... Uh... I, I get it, dude. I mean, if these gay guys were like, we'd like to get a, a, a cake where him and I are going ass to ass with a dildo of love in the middle, right? Uh, I can understand why you don't want to do that. But again... But here, here's the thing. So when the Supreme Court in January, June 5th, it was a landmark decision, and they said, they applied the Civil Rights Act, and they said that includes people who are transgender and gay. So that includes gender identity and sexual orientation. If that's the case, that becomes federal law. And so you are protected under that particular Supreme Court decision, meaning that then somebody who does have a cake um, company can't necessarily claim religious freedom um, in not <coughs> in not providing services. So it's it's a it's a sticky situation. <laughs> I don't have the answer. And it'll probably go back and forth. I would imagine. I prefer not to discriminate against people if everything is kind of like classy you know i i don't want to discriminate because i want to live in that world i don't really care what people do uh in their you know behind closed doors with consenting adults if i'm a cake shop and a gay couple wants cake i personally make them a cake if they're asking me to do some glory hole cake probably won't do it unless it's really creative right but i mean i'm not gonna do it so it's, it, I guess it comes down to each individual person. Should somebody be forced to make somebody cake? Probably not. <coughs> I don't know, man. One of the I reasons, one of the reasons I, I'm, I always admire my father and my mother is my, my dad was arguing for the right for gay men to be married gay people to be married in the 80s. I remember that motherfucker. I, I, I remember I, that I motherfucker that. standing up I, for, That's what I believe. My, my dad, I remember I said, I, I remember I was a young kid. I was 14 and I was in a restaurant in France and it was owned by the gayest, the, the waiters, <coughs> the waiters were so gay. It was crazy. They yeah. were like, I was like, this is the first time I'd ever seen gay people who were, the, they were so flamboyant. I mean, they were like wearing tight jeans and they were queenie beyond queen. And I was like, and I said to my father, I was 14, I go, this is weird, man, I don't like this. And my dad goes, why? They're just different, Brian. That's how they were born, and yeah. that's how they are. And he said, so learn how to be, <coughs> learn that the curse of the world is what you just did. My dad said that to me. And I remember my father arguing in the 80s and 90s 
that the government shouldn't be in the marriage business and that the government shouldn't be telling consenting adults whether or not they can get married. In particular, when everyday straight couples boy. are getting divorced at such a clip. Right, but he's a four, he's a fucking farm boy from Wisconsin. He he didn't have any gay friends. My dad didn't have any gay friends. He was a, he was a nineteen. I have a gay owl guy. friend. There it is, <laughs> guys. Yeah. And you know what he said to me? Show. You know what he said to me yesterday? He goes, "If you and I were African American, <clears throat> we wouldn't be where we are today." And that's a fact. So you got to remember. That if you are whoever you are, <coughs> you have a you have a um, if if you a lot of times you have to put yourself in the position of who those people are, and you'll you you'll have a very different perspective on life. And that's I have true. to drink some water. You obviously can't handle the truth. Well, Brian, uh, you know it is what it is, brother. I believe uh, that we you know I love people. I love all people, and I want all people to have equal access to opportunity and what they do with the opportunity will determine the outcome and i don't believe in equal outcome uh, because some people outwork other people some people have stronger skills smarter you know it's just the way it is you gotta find what you're best at and you do it so uh i love everybody this has been great i hope to see everybody in minneapolis i hope to see everybody in houston Whenever this gay owl gets his head out of his butt and wants to do a show in Vegas, We're I'll do it. it. We're doing it. Now, let's do this. Um, let's, uh, let's. Thank you. Thank you, guys.